how do you decide what you're going to wear? I only have what fits, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't much. It's a limited selection. It depends on how cold I am that day. Well, it depends on what you're doing and where you're going. I mean, yeah. if I'm home. You know. Oh, if I'm home, I have three onesies that I swap in and out, and it does not matter what I'm doing. So what, what, what do you mean when you say that? Are you talking about, like, how do you decide what you're going to wear when you go out or what? It was just a question. Let's, <laughs> I know. Let's add on to it. Okay. How do you decide what you're going to wear when you go out? Depends who I'm going out with and yeah. depends where I'm going. Yeah. Yeah, like when I'm going to the strip club, like I definitely have like a def different outfit than <laughs> yeah. when I'm here at the Nooner Girls. And when, yeah, you're, when you're on stage yeah. stripping, yes. yep. it's yes. a different yep. outfit. A Liz different Reed outfit. is here with us. <laughs> yes, she is. Hi. Today she's going to pop in. Ms. Yes. Reed, how do you decide what you're going to wear? Depends on the audience. Depends audience. on the people I'm going to be seeing and what I'm yeah. going to be doing. Um, I have a uniform that I've worn since COVID started. <laughs> uniform. <laughs> this, yes, that is the daily attire. Right? Which is what? Super. Describe it. Uh, stretchy pants. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, a cleaner T-shirt. Same than one the I others. have. You know, because I'm yep. on telemed most of yep. the time, or uh, just over the phone, but. Also, um, I have a very sexy lingerie um, a collection, oh. which is a men's 3XL V-neck. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is it. That'll nice. drive my husband crazy. Yeah, yeah that's, what I, that's what I wear. That's the extent of my wardrobe. But crazy not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Welcome to The Nooner Show. Here's your host, Jackie Wallace, Gina Guccini, and Rocky Wallace. There was a survey on the most popular candle scent. According to states. So, like Liz, that. what's your favorite candle scent? Um, that would have to be lavender. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. What about you, Gina? Something that isn't very strong. Like, I don't like, like, a strong, like, sweet, super perfumey. Perfect. Like, is there yeah. a certain flavor, certain... I do like a lemon. Oh, lemon, citrus. Oh, citrus. Okay. Okay. I like Verbena a lemon. Nice. My, lemon's my favorite, yeah. too. Verbena, lemon, mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. not really, like, when you walk into, like, those bath stores and you're overpowered. Yeah. I nothing from that store because yeah. it's pretty much yeah. overpowering. Sickney is sick, sweet, candy. Mm -hmm. That smell okay. no, too much. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay. What about Mild. you, Rocky? Um well I'm like that. I'm very sensitive to scent. So I get like if it's too overwhelming, if it's too pungent, I get a bit, like headaches, you know, and they make me like sick almost. Um, but I actually found a line of candles at, where was I? I can't remember where it was. It wasn't anything famous or anything, but they were all like, just like organic, like essential oils. So okay. oh, if, nice. I have to, if I have to choose a, a scent, it's usually like an essential oil. Something of some. mild. Mine's lemon. I always, lemon or orange, something citrus. citrus. Okay, yeah. so the orange. Yeah. I love the scent. So she does like the orange scents and I unplug them or blow them out she or get rid of them. It. Well, I have, I have had migraine headaches for as long as I can remember. And I used to love the orange scents, but they, I had a migraine headache and my dad was cleaning behind our oven and he was using the orange spray, which I yeah. used to love the cleaning spray. And Trigger. I threw up. Like, I was so sick, I could not, because that scent just made me, like, keep throwing up mm -hmm. when I had this migraine. Mm -hmm. So anytime now I smell, like, orange or, like, anything too citrusy, it brings me to that, and I'm, like, instantly nauseous. It's, ugh, terrible. It's weird how that sense is, that smell sense. Yeah. It's a huge yeah. trigger for a lot of people, for yeah. sure. Yeah, well, you know, also in a good way. I'm sorry. Oh, no, 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 go ahead. But, like, you smell something, and you're like, oh, my God, it yeah. reminds me of Grandma so-and-so. Yeah. So one of the top smelling scents that sells a lot is pumpkin. Oh, that does not surprise me at all. Really? Pumpkin spice and everything. That such totally a, surprised me. It does not surprise me. I would figure it would be vanilla, pumpkin spice, yeah. and like it, an apple cinnamon would have been mm -hmm. my three. Yeah, that's the top. But they have it according to state. So guess what the top 
smelling scent to, for Michigan is. <laughs> you guys will never guess this. <laughs> really? Yeah. You, oh, my gosh. Just guess. Popcorn. It does not go with the tops smelling scents, which is pumpkin, vanilla, lavender. Pine. Pine no. Sage. No. Close, but no. It's tobacco. Tobacco? Oh, oh come tab- on. I'm not kidding you. I didn't is do the study here. Is there such a thing here. as a tobacco candle? I guess I there is. I them. They're terrible. I'm going to hurl. Really? That's horrible. Yeah. I'm is moving. there a candle? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're moving? <laughs> well, if you're citrus, you should be in a sunny state. Really. Oh. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Yep. yep. North <laughs> Carolina on, is yeah. lavender. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, Got an uh, ocean, too. I love the ocean. Let me see what New York is for Rocky here. Where is New York? Oh, New York is um, gardenia, which is... Oh, I do like gardenia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, Michigan is tobacco. That Interesting. Is so weird. Isn't that crazy? Wow. That's like the Halloween candy they do every year by state. And it's oh, like they, they do? Yeah, they do like a poll every year, like candies by state for Halloween, and it's always like the most random things. It's never like Skittles. It's everybody's favorite. Yeah. Like, and it's never like anything. What's, what's it's like, Michigan's candy? What are we, candy corn? Something like that. Oh, yeah, or like... Yeah, some ridiculous... Candy corn with yeah. peanuts isn't Circus bad. peanuts. Candy corn caramel is doable. Is doable. Straight candy corn, no. All right. So this segment is designed to showcase the stories of talented individuals who had a wish and found a way to make it happen. They set goals, overcame obstacles, and turned setbacks into comebacks. Their stories are unique, interesting, and most of all, inspiring. All right. Today we have our house therapist, Liz Reed, back on with us today to talk about the elusive thing that everything everyone is chasing, which is happiness and joy. She is here to answer our questions about happiness and joy and how to live in a state of joy and debunk our misconceptions and give us tips and tricks on how we can live our happiest, best lives. Welcome Yay. to the show, our house therapist, yeah. Liz Reed. Which, by the way, we're very excited to announce that Liz will be here the first Monday of every month. Thank you. And the first week be, of every month. The first yep. week of every month. What did I say? First month of every week. Yeah, the first yeah. Well, <laughs> It works. Okay. It it's, works. It's first, it's first, first week Monday. of every, the first The first of every month. Yeah. yeah. The first of every month. I will How's be that? here. I will yes. be here. Gave you something simple to talk about. You know, yes. happiness, can you just just tell us how to get it? Yeah. Simple. Like, where do you buy it? What do you it's take? Easy. Okay, do you so do? the wish is happiness. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. What's well, the wish? It's happiness. Well, the first thing is that you have to know is that joy is something we carry in our hearts and happiness is something we wear on our face. So they're different. They are different. Okay, so one is you carry it in your heart, and the other one is on your face. So what does that mean? So joy would be something that you carry with you every day that is literally woven into the fabric of who you are. It is part of your heart and who you are and how you perceive life as you look out into the world, how you perceive life. That is your joy. It's something that would that you're almost born with. It's, it's initialized into you the minute you come out of the womb, basically through your interactions, right? Do you find oh. your joy or does joy find you? Um, you find your joy, okay, through happiness. Well, a great analogy would be some of the happiest most joyful people in the world live in the ghettos and the slums of India. That's something we wouldn't think, right? We mm-hmm. think that maybe joy and happiness came from monetary things, when in fact it has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with how you feel within yourself about yourself. So it's super important to understand the state of mind that you find yourself in. Um, I use as an example sometimes... Um, very religious people. My 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 uh, father in law was extremely religious. 
he carried joy and happiness with him everywhere he went. He was just a very happy man. For some of us, or maybe all of us in this room, or many people, we are not devoted to a church or have carry it in that way, in a religious type of way. But he was one of those people. He found the joy and the happiness in just about everything that he looked at. And he came from monetary means as a young man. And he was literally born in a barn. I used to say that all the time. Ben, what, were you born in a barn? He'd say, yes, I was. It was a joke. It was always our ongoing joke. <laughs> but it's something that you carry within you, finding um, the happiness and the humbleness in your life, which I think it all breaks down to, is being a humble, happy person creates the joy that you carry with you everywhere, which is not often easily achieved. So what should we be working on? trying to create joy or finding happiness? Like, what are we supposed to be? Because comes first, let me the ask you this. The egg. Yeah, let me, <laughs> well, let me yeah. ask you this. So mm-hmm. there's a, a doc, Dr. Amen, who is a neuroscientist, and he's also an author. He has a podcast show, and I just got turned on to him and some of his stuff. And I was listening to one of his interviews, and he said he talks a lot about happiness. Mm-hmm. And um, and how it's related to the brain and how yes. it's um, affected by what you eat and what you drink and everything mm-hmm. else. Um, but he said that Americans are the unhappiest they've ever been since the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. And he said that depression has tripled since February of 2020 to August of 2020. Like mm-hmm. just just within that little time span yeah. of 2020, it tripled. Mm-hmm. So what are we supposed to, uh, are we looking for, to be happy or are we supposed to develop joy? Like, what are we supposed to be working on? Well, first of all, I wouldn't worry about your joy as much as I'd worry about your happiness. Okay, let's start there. And then eventually we receive joy within our hearts, within our state of being. Okay, wait, I'm sorry to interrupt, but so is joy a byproduct of being happy? Like you have to be happy first and then... I believe so. Okay. I believe so. And this is, and happiness is often achieved through random acts of kindness. Like if you don't know how to be happy, it's when you are feeling as though you have nothing left to give, that's when you need to give more. Okay. When you feel that there's, uh, there's nowhere to go, that you're more depressed than you've ever been, that means you have to work harder on doing more for other people and quit sitting in your own shit. Which is really hard. Very hard. Oh my gosh, I deal this with depressed people all the time. And especially if you have the ability to stay home and be depressed, it's only going to make things worse. This is like what you're talking about with the pandemic. So many people had to stay home. Here, get on your tablet, play video games, watch TV, whatever. That is not stimulation for the brain. Uh, I mean, it's it's entertainment. So you have to, you know, you have limited amount of entertainment. But that's not how human beings were functioned or how we were meant to function. We were meant to have um, goals, achieve, and survive. You have to look at us at our primal DNA, what our function was when we were put on planet Earth. We have not gotten rid of that primal DNA that we have within our bodies, which is to take care of ourselves, take care of others, work as a group, and work as a community to create our own happiness and joy, whether we have plenty of bread or no bread. Uh, right? Or whether we have money or or water or whatever it may be. It's about what we do in staying in humility and giving and working towards a greater goal. That's and, really good. Uh, and on so many occasions, we are so effing self-centered. Every single one of us at some certain point in our lives is so self-centered and so um, unwilling to give to others, so worried about our own achievement. I mean, 
you can, you can, Gina, you can totally relate mm-hmm. with this. What about the parents coming and banging down the door and saying, my son deserves that A or deserves did, you know, they are going to be the top. You would need to recommend them for this or that. Uh, wouldn't it just be a better place if we all just did the best we could and we're, we're accepted for who we were and who well, we are? Well, let's talk about that. Let's mm-hmm. talk about acceptance and yeah. expectations. Mm-hmm. Part of being unhappy, I think, mm-hmm. is that, that space between what you want and your expectations. Sure. So do you accept things or do you, it, 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 there just seems some confusion, like you, sh- you shouldn't accept things. Well, you should accept things that you have no control over instead of fighting them tooth and nail, right? Fighting tooth and nail, um, I'm not going to accept this. I'm going to make this happen. And I talk to you guys about this a lot, pushing the universe, making things come out of nothing. So there's something you want and you will push and you will push and you will push and you'll get it. The universe will eventually give it to you, but it'll come at a cost. Mm. And that's what you have to always remember. So perfectionism. Look at look at the focus on women's bodies now. Mm. I mean, and that's been on for a long time. Mm. Anorexia, attention, social media, being better than somebody else. I mean, yes, jealousy is an inherent thing that we all have. We all want a little bit more than somebody else has. But our happiness does not depend on that because how many wealthy people do we know? How many people right. that we look at on fake book that have everything they want? <laughs> you know, book, right? Yep, absolutely. They have everything they want. They're the perfect family and they're miserable. And social media, I think, has really... As much as there's good, there's bad. Yeah. It's connected people. It's made, you know, it's made things happen, good and bad. Mm-hmm. But I do think that people post the good of all of it. Yeah, it's, it's that 1%. Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm right. not going to put a picture. Well, my pictures are terrible anyway. <laughs> my kids get so mad. So you shouldn't <laughs> even say that. Yeah. Well, but they are. No. No, no, what I'm saying is my, my, they are. They're blurry. Sorry. They're a little uh, like, you I, I, know, I'm not good at that. Literally that doesn't take okay. a, no, okay. she doesn't that's look good in saying. her photos. It's, yeah, I, I just don't. It's I put always, up whatever. She'll take a picture and then pull it away and it's the pull away <laughs> that she posts. And it's like, what the <laughs> hell? Or we're talking in the literal yeah. sense. I we're talking right. going back to your own sense. self. Yeah. I wasn't going to have yeah. that. No, no, no. Or it's her thumb. Yeah, or it's her How do you instill this like sense of self? Because I think that's where, mm-hmm. you know, when you have a sense of self and when you build, you know, through self-love, because I, I actually did a post about this not that long ago. I really did not. I, I heard self-love as a talk. I heard you should love yourself before everything. And I was just like, well, I'm not going to love anything before my family. And I'm not going to love anything before my dogs. And like, you know, it's just like, like, I'm not going to put myself before these things. But when you actually do step into that space, the just the awakening, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, talk about getting into that and, and, and how to set up the boundaries, I guess, between like seeing the perfection on social media and the mm-hmm. reality of what your everyday looks like. Well, part of it is being okay with yourself. Mm-hmm. Let's just take away, you know, self-love and say, mm-hmm. being okay with what you have, being okay with you, mm-hmm. being okay with your looks, being okay with what you have right now. That doesn't mean we shouldn't always try to achieve goals within mm-hmm. our life. But we have to have a radical acceptance that this may be where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is radical acceptance. People fight radical acceptance with both what barrels, guns drawn. Acceptance. Radical acceptance is the acceptance, uh, and this is hard for my perfectionists, right? The acceptance that you have absolutely no control over what's going on with you right now. You know, I love that term and I heard you say it yeah. before when I heard you yeah. say it I went and I researched mm-hmm. it because I, I I love the word 
Alan Watts. Are, are you familiar no, with him? The no. late philosopher from, I think it was like the 70s. He talks about that. And I you're remember the it, quote you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, you're it's, putting it out there that you're not happy. Yeah, that, yeah. And that in itself makes you unhappy. Yeah. Where if you accept that you are not happy, yes. you will then be happy yes. because you've accepted it. Exactly. And as you achieve happiness, as happiness comes to you, it becomes addictive. And then we are in search of happiness in all the small and different kinds of ways, right? Mm -hmm. So with social media, I just want to make an end note here. We must know our boundaries. We need to know what it is that we can handle, what we can take, what hurts us, what makes us feel better, what is difficult for us, what is um, easy for us, um, what we want to embrace into our lives and what we don't, mm -hmm. right? I was just telling Jackie recently, I closed down my TikTok account oh, wow. because some girls came at me blazing guns. I, I won't get into the whole thing, but it was mm -hmm. just a simple post about alienating your parents. And I had every person, uh, not, not every, wait a minute, I take that back, about 16 different people coming at me that came from abusive households that claimed I was approving of that, that that was okay, mm -hmm. right? I was, totally different topic, not what I was yeah. discussing whatsoever. The woman followed me to my Instagram, then followed me to my home phone and wow. called me at home. Oh, and shit. And I, I, I called her back and I talked to her for about 20 minutes about what my point was. It wasn't good enough. She was obviously not well. She I'm was calling from Nebraska. And But what I learned from that, which we can all learn, is that that's not something I need in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. too sensitive. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, I'm here to do good. I'm on TikTok or, any, or Instagram or any of those platforms in order to do better for other people. Mm -hmm. But I'm also a super sensitive person. That's why I'm good at my job, I hope. Mm -hmm because I can understand and have empathy for how others be, feel. Mm -hmm. But I have to take that down if that's going to bother me because that's interfering too much mm -hmm. in my With happiness. Yeah, and my happiness, I, it mm -hmm. takes too much of my time. I'm dwelling mm -hmm. too much. You, you find yourself dwelling on things, things that make you unhappy. Those are the things in our lives that we don't want to face because they are too frightening for us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to in order to have happiness mm -hmm. to achieve our own happiness and happiness can also be achieved through small things. Like I always tell you at the end of the day, I have six chocolate eggs, those <laughs> delicious Cadbury <laughs> eggs. Okay. The little teeny things mm -hmm. I have to look, I look forward to, I don't have to, I look yeah. forward to those, you know, anything that brings you happiness, mm -hmm. watching the real housewives. I don't know. It's like I, whatever it might be, you have to have something that brings you some kind of happiness yeah. every day. Mm -hmm. And then it becomes addictive and it becomes part of who you are. Mm -hmm. And then eventually you find joy in so many things. And I also think that aging aids in that as well. The older you get, mm -hmm. there's not as much pressure on you, right? Yeah. As far as Why looks. are you looking at me? Are you saying <laughs> I'm old? <laughs> I just realized there's a, staring at me. I, <laughs> go back. Let's hold, hold on one second. Let's yes, go back to what you said. I think that in general, we don't do things little as six chocolate eggs or yeah. a cup of tea mm -hmm. or... Yeah whatever for ourselves because we've we we for whatever reason have conditioned ourselves to withhold from our and and that yep. gets in our exactly. own way because yeah. we're constantly oh i'm not going to eat those six eggs i oh, i'm trying to watch my calories oh i don't need that caffeine sure, oh sure. i you know whatever i'm not going to go get my nails done whatever we're going to mm -hmm. we have conditioned ourselves to go without because we feel we don't need it or deserve it yeah mm -hmm. or, i actually had that argument with starbucks 
So I, <laughs> I, I really did. Like my family would get on me about getting Starbucks. Oh. I get, get oh. Starbucks all the time. Mm-hmm. I love Starbucks. I have my, my little drinks. So do I. And I said, you know what? And fi- my dad was like, you get this every, you know, he's like yelling at me about the money I spend. And I said, you know what, dad? I said, I don't drink. I don't smoke. Yeah. I don't go to bars. I don't do anything. Amen. Sister. And I said, I drink my coffee every day. Get off my and he never said anything to me about it again. He it's was like, you know truth. what? He's like, I can't argue with that. Like, what's your one again. like your one go to, Jackie? Um, you take a so breath and you're like, oh. well, I haven't had a drink in five weeks, so I, I would be oh. wine. So, but it's not wine anymore. So, no, right Good now for you, right now, just today, mm-hmm. just Good. today. Good. Um, so I do it. I, you know, I I'll tell you what. I don't have like a go-to like that. I love creating. And actually, I was going to say, because happiness is different for everybody, you really can't, like I can't say to Rocky, you know, try this because it might yeah. not make her happy, yeah. but makes exactly. me happy. Like the busier I can keep my mind with like watching TED Talks or, or mm-hmm. podcast shows mm-hmm. or listening to podcast shows, that is my happy place. I mm-hmm. am so happy when I'm in that place. Mm-hmm. And everybody's is different. Right. I mean, and that's something that you have to investigate within yourself also, you know, also is figure out what it is that make you happy. How many people I talk to all the time that say they don't know what makes them happy? They don't even really, they have really no idea what exactly makes them happy because they're you, always really working towards something. They really don't have something that, they can get lost in? Oh, yeah. There's plenty of people that just have no idea. They just know work, home, school, or taking care of kids. Hmm. There's all kinds of different people out there. It's amazing. I mean, I find it to be amazing. You know, like one of the one of the things for happiness that we forget about is simple things like in your home. How many of you don't use the good china? Or, or, mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? Or light candles every night at dinner. We have candles every night at dinner. I use nothing but my good flatware, my good china. Well, I only have one set. But you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I made it into one yeah. hodgepodge. That's cool. You know, I use all the things that I have in my home, and nothing is saved for anything special. For, for, since the dawn of time, they, my parents always say, what do you want to do for your birthday? And was always, do you want to go out to dinner? Where do you want to go? We'll take yeah. you wherever you want, you know, for your birthday. And, uh-huh. and I, you know, we've always been like, well, y'all better be cooking because <laughs> you know, we're we always were, trying to get out of yeah. it. What restaurant do you want yeah. to go I know. to? Well, we were very blessed with parents that were amazing cooks. So we always put our dinner requests in. And so it started a few years ago with my sister and I, I so now every birthday or dinner or whatever I will do a t- table setting. And like it's I will beautiful. do like a oh, it's ex- nice. It's exquisite. Yeah, exquisite. Nice. It is exquisite. And, um, it's beautiful. And it, just, it, ma- it matches the cooking that's coming. So it's you know that's so nice. it's like the food that's is going to be amazing. The it can mm-hmm. be beautiful. The setting environment and, is lovely. Yeah, yeah the environment is beautiful. The environment is everything. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always everything. have. I always have flowers. I, on oh, my on my counter, mm-hmm. I have like an island. Then you too. don't have cats, right? No. Okay. Right. My cats, no cats eat my flowers. Right. <laughs> Which can be another problem in itself. But I always have even a small little vase of flowers on my counter, which yep. is in my kitchen, which is an island. Always flowers. I always have like a little setting there, a candle or some candy or mm-hmm. something in that little, that just you walk into the kitchen and the kitchen can be like a hot mess. Same but there's, here. But there's always this one little island of beauty. You know, That's I started nice. that w- in 2020 mm-hmm. because I had everybody at home and I was always in the kitchen cooking. So I started going and buying myself flowers once mm-hmm. a week. And I don't really even like anybody else buying them for me. Mm-hmm. I like buying them and I put them <clears> together <throat> and it's just that creating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had I learned that from a good friend of mine. Um, he 
owned a hair salon in Tan- or in Bradenton, Florida. And he used to, even in every room of his house, got fresh flowers every day, even the ones that, even the spare bedrooms, where nobody was sleeping or no, in, in every single room. Wow. And including the bed. It was lovely. It was such wow. a great idea. Mm-hmm. And that helped bring joy to himself, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so joy is also humbling. You, you know, the more humble you are, the more you accept, your circumstances and work towards a greater goal that creates a happiness for you reaffirms the joy within yourself and within your heart. So think about it like that, you know, like your heart being filled with joy that, that we're working on building this muscle and filling it, all the pink stuff in there full of joy. So every time we embrace happiness, we're adding to our overall joy. Haven't you ever been outside or been somewhere that makes you truly happy and you just like a shudder runs through your whole body, Mm -hmm. right? And you're just like, this is exactly where I'm supposed Mm -hmm. to be. That is pure joy. Mm -hmm. And you probably weren't eating or drinking or doing anything or just looking around at your environment. Mm -hmm. And that's contentment. And contentment is a someplace we need to really struggle to work at keeping ourselves is in contentment, staying content. So peace of mind is peace in life. Peace in life is peace of mind. Mm -hmm. And if you have peace of mind, because you've actually worked at everything that you need to, to help yourself feel peaceful, then you have a peaceful, beautiful life. It's when we ignore it, that it comes bubbling up. So happiness can be learned, right? Yes. And that is through you finding out what it is you like. Now, I know you were saying before that happiness is not, um, that you, really, people don't know what makes them happy. You would be shocked at how many people live in the shadow of somebody else. And so they really have just gone through the motions. I see this particularly with, I have a young patient right now. Well, she's 21 now. But um, the fact that, you know, parents were like, you got to be a doctor, you got to do this, it's only school, blah, blah, blah. And so we have been working on this for a while now on what do you like to do? I don't know. Well, okay, let's do one. I, one thing I got her down to now is dancing. So she's dancing in her kitchen or in her living room. At least she's dancing because she knows that makes her happy and it releases a lot of endorphins. Mm-hmm. So that's helpful for her. It's a, But it takes a long time. Some people don't even know their favorite color. Are there people that maybe like not being happy, do you think? Oh, God, yes. Sorry, did I yell? <laughs> they do. <laughs> but I think that's their own happiness. Yeah. The okay, drama. so is that their own... Ha- right, that's people, a good point. Yeah, people living in the drama or people living in their unhappiness, the victim role, that can be their whole identity. Somebody with borderline personality disorder is potentially very much that way. Um, I'm just watching the girl from Plainville. If you want to see a borderline, that's a perfect one. It's about that young lady. Um, what was her name? Uh, Michelle Carter, who, um, influenced oh, that young man to yes. kill himself through oh, text. Yeah. yeah. She's a true yeah. borderline lived off of all the drama, practice her crying practice, wanted him to die. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's some people really feed off that or people don't, you know, want to hear about what they can do to help with their depression or their unhappiness. They just like but, sitting in it. So for example, that example of that Michelle Carter, yeah. that's that's not her, but that's not happiness, what she's what she No, but no is that's thinking. all drama. That's drama. Mm-hmm. Is that, would you consider that her happy place or? Yeah, it, it for is. some people, some people struggling with severe mental illness like borderline personality is, yes. They enjoy creating chaos. Through chaos, they get um, validation. 
whether negative or positive, it doesn't matter as long as they're getting the attention that they so crave. Wow. Attention-seeking behavior. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So what's, or what's in the way? So what's the way to happiness? Well, um, like today, I'm going to take myself on a solo date when we're done. So that is a great thing to do for yourself. I will drive to Rochester. I will drive to um, down to, to Nino Savaggio's over here in Troy, and then I'll go to Trader Joe's. I'll putz around. I'll get a coffee yeah. from Starbucks. Okay, I am a hu- I have a, an obsession with grocery stores, so everything so you're I. saying, I'm like, can I come? So, so do I. I am a grocery. I read every label. Yes. I am like, oh well, I'm gosh. a cook. I love yeah. to cook, you know, so that's my thing. I absolutely love it. So taking yourself on a solo date and experiencing doing something for yourself is super important and helps. Another thing is, and I saw an influencer do this, and this is a great idea, just start by changing who you are by smiling at somebody, complimenting a stranger, giving more. I uh, I pay it forward. A lot of times I'll buy somebody's coffee ahead of me if I'm in line. Um, a perfect example of this was um, yesterday. I went to the grocery store and I couldn't reach the butter because I'm short. It was like way in the back. And this gentleman was like stalking around, you know, and I was like, okay, I'll ask him. He's tall. I said, hi, I'm sorry. Could you get the butter for me? And this smile came on his Mm -hmm. face. His eyes were lit up and he was just gleaming. He was so happy. He's like, absolutely. I'd be Mm -hmm. glad to help you. And I thought, God love you. Mm -hmm. Maybe if you walked around and smiled like that, you wouldn't look like, a maniac or, you know, <laughs> the grump that you look right. like all the time. Right. And that's where it can be addictive because I was smiling at him and I was asking him to do something nice. He started smiling. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's often about starts where you, it starts with you, starts with you giving more mm-hmm. that if I could, and being a humble person, giving more, expecting nothing back. Remember I, I talked about my birthday right? Everybody has these huge expectations for their birthday. Is everybody going to remember? Are they going to throw a party for me? What are we going to do for my birthday? Do it yourself. That's what I do on my birthday. I plan a party on my birthday and I invite everybody and I pay for everybody. We go out to lunch, we go somewhere, we do something and I pay for everything. There's no expectations lost and I love giving more to somebody else. So the more you give, the more of an effort you make, it it retrains your brain through the chemistry of your brain, the neurotransmitters in your brain, to function more in a happy state of mind. It releases endorphins, serotonin. And that's all you need to do, but it takes practice. Mm -hmm. And you also have to listen to the negative talk in your brain going, oh, this isn't going to work, this is a bunch of bullshit. What was that Lady Liz talking about, (laughs) right? It does work. I can actually... It does. Because I I am a fairly introverted person, but I... um, I, I feel like I do that. I'll, like I smile at people. I say hi to people. Mm-hmm. I compliment people. And it has changed a lot, especially in, in just my interactions with strangers. And we talk about with sit with the stranger day. And cause I never talked to anybody and you know what I mean? That mm-hmm. I didn't know or look people in the eye yeah. or, you know, sure. it was very much a eyes to the mm-hmm. ground walking through the grocery store. And now I'm like, Hey, what's up? How's it going? Good to see, you know, <laughs> which is good Rocky. Cause you're a beautiful girl. And so I'm sure they think you've got resting bitch face. Oh, well, my sister <laughs> okay. used to say to me, she was like, the reason, like when we were in high school, I'm not kidding you, she used to say, the reason why you're not popular in high school is you just look like a bitch. And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? And she's like, no, you just look like a bitch. I'm like, oh, thank you. Like, I don't even no, know what to do with this No, you're just quiet and shy and reserved. Yeah. And no one would know that, right? Yeah. Right. Until they got to know you. Very yeah. It happens all the time. It happens yeah. all the time. So you kind of have to do it. You have to be over yeah. the top a little bit and make more of an effort. Yeah. For sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
Thank you so Interesting. much. Yes. Yeah, this so was great. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. And it's simple. I mean, mm -hmm. to it's start. It's very simple. Anyway, yeah. uh, real quick, one of the things that you just said, though, was, was pretty interesting, too. You have to listen to the voices in your head, the negative voices mm -hmm. that pop up. And that's where you have to start understanding, too, that you don't have to believe all the bullshit you here no. in your head. No. Of those conversations. You absolutely. don't have to believe it. Most Re of it's bullshit. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Reanalyze that and yep. keep checking to see how full your heart is. Liz Life yeah, Guru. Liz at Liz Life Guru. Also, right. I am on um, Psychology Today as Liz Reed. I'm based out of Lapeer County, but I do telemedicine and on Instagram. Right. When you find your joy. When you find mm -hmm. your joy. Love All right. It. Because you demand more from yourself. Others respect you deeply when you find your joy. When you find your joy. Yep, that's Correct. how we'll end it. Okay. Um, uh, carve your name on your heart and not on a marble oh. when you find your joy. That's wow. nice. And um, yeah. I am joyful and happy, even though two fortune cookies do not have a fortune, Miss Cuccini, our teacher. <laughs> uh, right there on the table. There it is. It fell out. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Conspiracy. Okay. Oh, I cannot find your joy. <laughs> yeah, no, I have my joy. I know right where it's at. <laughs> it's on the table in front of you. Really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> A soft voice may be awfully persuasive when you find your joy. All the flowers of tomorrow's are in the seeds of today. You find your joy. Oh, I like find your that. Joy. All right. Like so, Liz Reed, we get you back once a month. We're so Absolutely. excited. Thank I can't you. wait. Oh, my. Uh, pay attention to our social media sites. And like, we'll subscribe, have... and follow Let's... The Nooner Show and Liz Reed for additional information. That's right. Thank and, you. Uh, remember that sometimes the only mode of transportation available is the leap of faith. Thanks for taking a leap and have a great week, everyone. Stay happy.